If you want to know what is really happening in the world today, you need to read the Parsha Hashavua, the weekly Torah reading. Join Rabbi Mendel Lipska for the next hour as he delves and enumerates the themes running through the weekly Torah Parsha, only on 101.9 High FM. And a wonderful air of Shabbos to all of you. Of course, the uh, days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur included, referred to as the Aseret Yom Eichubah, the ten days of repentance, a powerful time, a time that's filled with unbelievable and great divine energy for each and every one of us. We have a time now which is absolutely critical throughout the year. Our sages tell us that on the seven days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, each day represents all the similar days of the entire year, the Sunday, the Monday, etc., and the Shabbos that we are going to celebrate tonight and tomorrow is connected to every single Shabbos of the entire year. And this is something which is so important for us to understand, that God gives us an opportunity as we approach Yom Kippur to go through the process of what we normally refer to as Teshuvah, repentance, return, however we explain it. And Teshuvah is not merely trying to correct the past and to bring oneself to a proper state of presentation so that when he appears before God on the ultimate day of justice, on Yom Kippur, when we appeal to Hashem for atonement and for forgiveness, and we ask Hashem to somehow remove those stains that we may have put on our own lives into our own souls and bodies as a result of our behavior, so that we can begin the new year afresh, perfect in every sense of the word, Hashem has forgiven us, Hashem has atoned, and this is why this particular time of the year, the days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, are so important because the opportunities of taking the divine energy of return is so available. It's present in every single sense of the word. Throughout the year, Teshuvah is possible as well. But Teshuvah is not an easy process. Teshuvah, returning to Hashem, repenting for misdeeds of the past, is not a simple activity. It takes tremendous dedication and effort, and it sometimes succeeds, most of the times it succeeds, and sometimes it doesn't succeed. But within the Aserity of Eichuvah, the ten days of repentance, we are told that success is guaranteed. If we use this time correctly, if we use this time in an appropriate fashion, if we use this time and dedicate the time for Teshuvah, it is an opportunity that is there before us, open with the incredible divine energy, the incredible presence of Hashem. Yes, in the month of Elul, we also have an opportunity of connecting with Hashem. We speak about Melech Basadat, the king in the field, and how he allows each and every one of us, simple and plain though we might be, to approach him, the king of kings, God of heaven and earth, creator of heaven and earth. He allows us to approach him, and he welcomes us with an incredible smile. This leads us up to Rosh Hashanah so that we can stand before Hashem on those important days and ask for whatever it is that we ask for and we should ask for materially and spiritually. The approach to Yom Kippur is a different dimension altogether. This is a time that we ourselves return. We ourselves approach Hashem. We ourselves approach not only Hashem, but we approach Hashem through approaching ourselves. Teshuvah means to return. And what is return? Return is not only to come back to a place where perhaps we did something we shouldn't have done. Teshuvah means getting into yourself, reaching into yourself, understanding yourself, looking at yourself, to honor 
honestly assess your current state of being and ask yourself, what in my life needs to be corrected? What are the negatives that have to be removed or transformed? What are the positives that have to be enhanced? We as human beings are incredible creatures. We are incredible creatures in the sense that Hashem put a soul into our physical bodies, not only that which animates us like other creatures upon earth. Hashem created whatever animals he did, and as he created them, they had this element of well, animation, the ability to, to function, each according to his own species, each according to his own definition. Whereas a human being, a human being first was created out of the earth, and then Hashem blew from within himself an ishama, a soul into that person, a soul that connects him with God himself. And not only that, but a soul that is so powerful. It is the ability of giving us intellect, emotion. We spoke about this so many times, but it gives us the ability of choice. It gives us the ability of choosing a particular path and receiving the rewards of God, forbid consequences for the choices that we make. An animal doesn't have that ability. A lion is a lion, and that all... That's all he ever will be. Any animal, they cannot change the instinct that Hashem put into them, each according to the particular purpose of that type of animal upon earth. But a human being has the choice, has the ability, and we have to learn how to choose correctly. This is one of the elements, this is one of the dimensions of Teshuvah. To return, to return indicates a tremendous honest assessment of self, a return going back in time, going back into our hearts and minds, using that incredible power of memory, memory which is so incredibly intense, it can bring us to all sorts of places that we can actually relive certain experiences, and as we relive them, Hashem gives us the gift of using choice, even for something that took place in the past. We often talk about, if I was only able to return to a particular moment, I would have chosen differently. Hashem says this is what Teshuvah is all about. Teshuvah is the ability to return to a certain situation. It takes authentic, authentic choice in order to get to that place. But nonetheless, if we reach that place through the power of memory, we are able to re examine the situation and to make choices which affects us today and changes any negativity that we may have, God forbid, created as a result of making incorrect choices in the past. This is the power of Teshuvah. Teshuvah is so incredibly great. It's not only a time of beating our chests and crying about things that we've done in the past. No, it's an opportunity of getting there, returning there, doing the right thing and making incredible choices for life as we continue now. And this is why the Aseret Yemei the days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, including Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, are so important and so powerful because they empower us with an incredible opportunity of doing great things, returning to situations, getting into ourselves, making honest assessments, and preparing ourselves with incredible intensity and honesty for the day of Yom Kippur, which is soon to approach. More of that soon. This is the Pasha HaShavua with Rabbi Mendel Lipska, only on 101.9 High FM. We're talking about the 10 days of repentance. We're talking about the incredible opportunity of divine 
presence that takes place at this time, giving each and every one of us the ability and perhaps even the desire to prepare ourselves correctly, appropriately, in order that we stand before Hashem on the ultimate day of judgment, Yom Kippur, and when we ask God for forgiveness, we ask God for repentance, we do so with a heart that is pure, with whatever it takes to make us the type of people that we should be, and this is what we want from Hashem. They tell the story that the Maggid of Mizrich, the great sage, the great Hasidic sage, once spoke about Teshuvah, incredible levels in spiritual level dimensions. And one of his disciples, Rabbi Shulam Zusha of Anapola, was a person who was very humble. He said, I cannot receive these incredible teachings. I have to divide it into five letters, according to the five letters of Teshuvah, Tapshin, Vav, Bez, He. And each one of these days, each one of these letters represents a different dimension of Teshuvah. And while, of course, these are incredibly high levels, nonetheless, he spoke about it in a language that was understandable. And the uh, previous Rebbe's father, the Rebbe Rashab, explained it to us how we can actually take those teachings of the words that make up Teshuvah and apply them to our own lives, something which is incredibly profound, but when considered, enables us stage by stage, step by step, to somehow achieve those levels of Teshuvah that is expected from each and every one of us. Because sometimes when we ask ourselves, when we ask each other to do something which is difficult and great, we become overwhelmed. We shy away from doing it because we think we don't have the ability. The Rebbe Rashab explains as follows, and I'm going to talk about the first two, because in a sense they are extremely, extremely relevant, and they give us an understanding of life in general, life in particular, and how we should view the world. He says the first letter, the Taf, stands for Tamim Tihiyeh. A person has to be a Tamim. A Tamim is an individual who is earnest. Now, earnestness is not something which is easy to achieve authenticity, integrity, honesty, all those words somehow bring us to our dimension of earnestness. You can do something and get it perfectly correct, but if there wasn't that dimension of earnestness in the activity of achieving it, there is something which is lacking. And sometimes you do something which is not completely perfect. It's only, well, 80% perfect. And yet, because you did it with the passion of earnestness, it takes on a whole different dimension as well. And of course, when it comes to Teshuvah, it has to be an earnest approach. If we somehow want to return to Hashem, if we ask for Hashem's forgiveness and atonement, and we don't do it with a dimension of earnestness, we say the words, we go through the process, but somehow it rings hollow. It is not there with the fullness that it deserves. Earnestness is something that has to come from within, and it has to come. You cannot fake earnestness. Earnestness is pure. Earnestness is honest. Earnestness is a dimension of greatness that each and every one of us is capable of. You know, you speak about whatever it is in life, relationships, situations. When you do it with a degree of earnestness, you hear a different dimension in the words that people use, the words that you use. You hear something entirely different. There's an honesty that is conveyed. There is a passion and intensity. There is earnestness, timimut, tamim. This is the first letter 
of the word teshuvah, and it has this incredible meaning as far as we are concerned. And then we go on to the Shin, and it stands for Shiviti Hashem Ah, always place, constantly place the presence of God, the four-letter name of God, in front of me. Now, those who are familiar with Kabbalistic or Hasidic teaching will know that the four-letter name of God refers to God who creates everything from nothing into something. The letter itself, the name itself, the four letters, talk to us about the idea of being, the idea of bringing something into being. Now, throughout history, people have thought about creation, have challenged creation. It's something which people either, well, believe in or don't believe in. There was a time that people used all sorts of scientific information to challenge the idea of creation, but that has been disproven. Issue is a simple matter of choice. If we look at it, creation makes absolutely every sense in the world. When we look at the idea of creation, the order, the complexity of the world, the incredible dimension of the world, how everything works at a precise time, everything works in a precise way. Of course we have upheavals from time to time, but at the same time, the sun comes up, the sun goes down. We are able to move through the world for those who know how to read the position of the stars. We can calculate time based upon the relationship of stars in a particular sort of way. The precision, the complexity of every atom, of every molecule talks to us about order. Order that couldn't have happened randomly. Order that couldn't have simply happened because a couple of molecules got together. An order that speaks to us about a creator, a creator of heaven and earth. And this is what the four-letter name of Hashem refers to, God who brings this world into being. Being, existence is not a natural state. It's an unnatural state. And it needs that incredible divine power of a creator to bring it into And this is why when we start considering the incredible dimensions of creation, we are overwhelmed by the complexity of information. Take a human being, take a human body, how it works, how it functions. Take a leaf, take anything in this world, and you see incredible position on levels and deeper levels and subatomic levels. We see an order that can only come about as a result of Creator. And this is what the second dimension of Teshuva is, the idea of Shiviti, I place the presence of godliness before me at all times, the idea of knowing, and knowing full well that God constantly creates the world in a particular sort of way. Now, if I come to the awareness, a process of choice, a process of study, if I come to the awareness that God is constantly there recreating the world, every dimension of the world, every single molecule, every single atom, every single structure, every single creature, the inanimate, all of the universe, everything that we know we can see and beyond, everything is constantly being created and recreated by Hashem. This will bring me to a higher level of Teshuvah. The awareness that I am part of an incredible divine process. I am part of this incredible process of creation where I have to 
fulfill a specific role. That in itself brings me to an awareness of tshuva. I return to who I am, not what I am in the current circumstances of life. The current circumstances of life might be overwhelming, might be light, might be dark. The current circumstances of life can have tremendous pressures upon an individual. But if we step back for a moment and consider the dimensions of creation, constantly being in process by Hashem himself at all times. He is there. He brings me into being. He brings the entire world into being. Shibiti, Negdi Tamid, it is there constantly. It results in a different type and a closer type, a passionate type of relationship with Hashem. I see him as my creator. I see him as the creator of the entire universe each and every single detail in its particular sort of way and this is something which is so important for us to understand we have to study those texts that deal with the idea of creation that deals with the idea of bringing nothing into something bringing all of us being into the particular structure of the world and this is something which is so important for us to understand it brings us into a state of knowing that God is here constantly and presently having an immediate effect upon me and my world because it is brought into being at all times. Now, this study is available. One studies the Tanya. One studies different texts of Hasidut. One studies dimensions of Kabbalah. One knows, one begins to understand that you are not simply here as a result of molecular accident a hundred years ago or a... Well, a billion years ago, you are here as a result of a precise order of Hashem who brings and puts everything into being. And this is something that we have to understand. We have to devote our time to study. We study biology. We study, well, we study so many things that deals with the nature of things, the being of things, but we have to study the source. We have to go back to the sources and begin to study on a regular basis. And during the Ten days, I said it in my tshuva, during the days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, we are given the opportunity of knowing this information, and this is the time that we have to make a hachlata, we have to make a resolution, I am going to study these things so that I can understand as much as I can understand, so that I can recognize and feel and be overwhelmed and rejoice in the presence of God the Creator, who is there at all times there is no moment that he is not there this is the second stage of teshuvah the idea that i connect with hashem because he brings me into being on a constant basis i look around the world well most people think it's there it's always been there the sun has always been there the moon is always the stars have always those mountains of it's all well it's all there it's there isn't it and you begin to wonder well what it's all about but when you step back and you look at the sun and the moon and you realize they were created by Hashem and they were created in a precise sort of way of interaction, of relationship. He created me, my body and my soul, my soul 
and my body. They interplay with a tremendous sense of purpose. He gave me the ability to choose within a world that Hashem constantly creates. Negdi tamid, it's there before me at all times. I begin to look at the world differently. I begin to look at myself differently. I begin to look at responsibility differently. I begin to understand what the Shuvah is all about. The Shuvah is not only crying out to Hashem for forgiveness, for atonement. The Shuvah, of course, means the ability to recognize that we live in a world that God brings into being, that Hashem is there at all times with huge, huge input on every single level, to every single detail of creation, not only to the universe generally, to mankind generally, but to each and every one of us in a particular and personal sort of way. This is the second state of Shuvah, something that brings us closer to Hashem, through the awareness of the presence of Hashem, and we act accordingly, knowing what we know. More of that soon. This is the Pasha Hashavua with Rabbi Mendel Lipska, only on 101.9 High FM. And of course, the Parsha, Vayelech, that we read, he's gone tomorrow. This is the Parsha that comes on the Shabbos of the Ten Days of Repentance. This is the Shabbos that talks to us about Shabbos Shuva. It takes on an incredibly higher and different type of dimension. The word Shabbos, of course, when you take those letters, and you move them around, what do you get? Tashev, return. It's the return, return opportunity to return to oneself, to return to Hashem, to return to an awareness in this world that makes all the difference in our being in this world. And what's the name of the Parsha? Vayelech, movement, going forward. The ability of knowing that if you simply sit back and do nothing, Nothing will happen. Movement creates all sorts of opportunities when you go forward. We learn from Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu on the very last day of his life, busy with dealing with the issues that confront the Jewish people. By Yelech, there was growth, there was movement, each and every single second count. Yes, we can sit back and enjoy life and look around and see the beauty of God's creation in a comfortable way. But at the same time, by Yelech, we have to move. We have to say, what am I doing in this world? What am I doing for myself, for others, for all of creation? How am I interacting with creation? What am I doing? Am I moving forward each and every single day? We have to take the opportunities of life and continue to grow with a tremendous sense of dedication and joy. We have to continuously move forward. If we stop moving and we simply sit back and think that we are enjoying the incredible gifts and benefits of life. We aren't. We're moving backwards. We're slowing down. We are not in a state of productivity. Each and every single moment of life counts. Of course, we learn from Moshe, who was the most perfect of all people, and we see how each and every single moment, even the last day of his life, when he could have sat back and looked at the wonderful, wonderful community, people that he brought and carried and led and loved. No, he continues to do his job, a tremendous sense of responsibility. This is what Shuba tells us. Shuba tells us that each and every single moment counts, and we are able to take those incredible opportunities of life 
and make them grow. You know, you can have a bag full of seeds sitting in the back of your house. They don't do anything. They don't, you take those seeds, you put them into a ground, you nourish it, you water it, you take care of it, and out comes beautiful fruit, beautiful flowers, things of incredible aesthetic beauty and taste and nourishment and shade and all the wonderful things of life. But it takes effort. We have to get up and move. We have to move forward. We can't simply sit here each and every single day. And it's not only going to work each and every single day with a repetitive, boring state of being, but to do something with a state of joy each and every single day of our lives. We have to do something positive, positive from the spiritual dimension, to do a mitzvah, to do something, to study Torah each and every single day, whether it's a minute or an hour or ten hours, each and every one of us should dedicate time to recognize the Creator, to understand the concept of creation, to understand the concept of teshuvah, to understand the idea of return, to learn, to know, to grow each and every single molecule waits for us to behave in a particular sort of way. Not only the molecules within ourselves, but within all of creation, they are waiting for us to make those choices that count. And the way we make those choices is something that enables us to propel ourselves further with tremendous sense of purpose and joy. And this is accomplishable. This is something which is possible. This is something that each and every one of us can do to a lesser or greater degree, because we talk about relativity. Hashem looks at us not Equally, he sees the opportunities that he sends to this one or to that one and the gifts, the abilities, the knowledge that he gave to this one and to that one, each one being different, each one being unique, each one being very very special, and it's what we do within the context of our opportunities, within the context of our powers and abilities, that's what really counts, and we listen to Moshe on the last day of his life, and we hear what he has to say, the love, the concern, the direction, the instruction, the ability to lead, the ability to take care of the people, which was his ultimate responsibility in life. It's a very short Parsha. Each and every portion, well, it's read in a few moments, only a few passages, but listen carefully to the words of the Parsha. Listen carefully to how Moshe speaks to us on the last day of his life, what he says to each and every one of us personally. He ultimately talks about the idea of Teshuvah. He ultimately talks about connecting, of igniting that bond that we have with Hashem to develop that eternal dimension of being that Hashem put into our souls, that even though our bodies live a very limited amount of time, the actions that we do, that which connects to our neshama, which is eternal, they remain forever, forever and ever in the time of Mashiach. We will see how it all blossoms into the perfection of God's creation, each and every one of us participating. And this is why this Shabbos, this Shabbos Shuba, the Shabbos of return, return, is so special within the Aseret Yemei Shuba, the ten days of repentance, to recognize and to realize it's not only shallow atonement or forgiveness that we ask for, we walk up to somebody and say, please forgive me for the mistakes that I made. But it comes with a tremendous sense of knowledge, of dedication, a tremendous sense of joy that Hashem allows me to participate in this great idea of being a purposeful creature within a purposeful creation. So tomorrow, listen carefully to those words.
Moshe is speaking to each and every one of us in a particular sort of way. Listen and listen carefully. Make the resolutions that you will, in fact, be a Vayelech person, a moving person, a growing person, a developing person in each dimension of life. May each and every one of you have a Chatima, a Gemar Chatima Tava, to be fully and completely inscribed and sealed for the best possible year, materially and spiritually, in the fullest sense of those words. May each and every one of us achieve what we have to achieve, to ask for what we have to ask for, to achieve the highest level of atonement, which means absolute conscious relationship and connection with Hashem. Good Shabbos.